Good morning, everybody. I'm really, really excited about the vision of the church. Um, Spending a lot of time in prayer, uh, just looking at different things, and just really, really, really excited on the inside of me. Several things are going to be coming up this year that I know that you will be excited about. Next week is Anniversary Sunday, and and, uh, we want to share an update on what's happened in the vision since we shared it last month. And uh, we're going to give you some updates, some things that are coming in the future. And so if you can be here, please be here. It's going to be a a time to rejoice as we continue to reach the lost. Amen? Amen. And to see hurting people healed. Amen? Amen. And, And the believers matured. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that it is filled with life. Thank you, Father, for these that are here this morning. We pray, Lord, for a spirit of wisdom and revelation about what we're going to speak on today. Take us, Lord, into your word, into the depths, by the power of your spirit. And we give you glory for it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Amen. And so the strong spirit of a man will sustain him in his infirmity. And we've been talking about uh, different things concerning being spiritually fit. Now, what I want to center in on this morning is this. A person that is spiritually fit anchors him or herself by establishing their hearts in giving continual praise and thanksgiving to God. In other words, you can exercise your spirit and get real strong by giving him continual praise You do know in the Word of God that it says that we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, or literally a purchased possession, that we should show forth the praises of Him that has called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. I quoted it a little bit earlier But the scripture in the message of Psalms 104 says, Enter the password, and the password is thank you. Make yourselves at home talking praise, thanking Him, and worshiping Him. For God is sheer beauty, all generous in love. He's loyal always and forever. The psalmist said in Psalm 34, In verse 1, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That is from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same, The mighty name of the Lord is to be praised. And so a continual flow of praise coming from the heart of a man or woman will strengthen them in the midst of difficult times. And continual praise in the midst out of the heart of men and women will cause the very presence of the Lord to fill their lives and bring a fresh anointing and a strong presence into their life. Amen. Now, in 2 Corinthians 2.14, it says, We're to thank God 
Because why? Well, because he sometimes causes us to triumph. No, he always, in all situations, in every season, causes you, my friend, to triumph because he has already won the victory for us. Now, notice this scripture in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, if you would, in the Amplified Version. It says, thank God in everything. King James says, in everything give thanks. Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. That means, thank God on a sunny day. Thank God on a cloudy day. Thank God in everything. In your car. In your PJs. Amen? Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks. For this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus. Now, those that are not in Christ Jesus have no understanding of this. But you that have been called out of darkness and brought into the kingdom of God have been placed in Christ Jesus. This is the will of God for you. I didn't think this up on the way to church. This is not the Mark Thomas plan for your life. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, We have the privilege of uh, being uh, close to the Hagans while Dad and Mom Hagan were alive. And many times when we would... uh, be going somewhere or driving down the road, um, out of the back seat, you'd hear, thank you, Lord. Out of the back seat, you'd you'd hear uh, Dad Hagen trying to sing a song. He didn't have a very good voice. But he would start singing this song, Blessed Assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. There were days where he wasn't talkative to man, but he was always talking to the Lord. Did you know that in the multitude of many words, there's no lack of sin? Did you know people that are always talking and always chattering and always speaking from their soul oftentimes get trapped in the multitude of sin. This is what I had in my spirit on the way, and I've got to share it with you. There's no real order to to my message today. But uh, if you look over at Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and uh, you look at verse 1, and it talks about walking in love. Walking in love. That we are to be imitators of God or of love as dear children. I'm a child of a love God. God's placed his love in me. Therefore, if I'm going to imitate love, who is God, 
then I must make sure that my words are not corrupt. I must make sure that my speech is always seasoned properly. That it is seasoned with grace. Matter of fact, he says, For believers who have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light, believers are to not to allow any foul or corrupt or polluting language ever come out of their mouths. And we're not talking about cuss words. Unbelief is a corrupt communication once you know better. Gossip is corrupt communication. Entering into the arena of backbiting and discussing someone's faults behind their back in the presence of supposed called friends is corrupt. Amen. It is not proper, nor is it fitting, for those that are royal priesthood, (laughs) for those that are children of the king, to bow their knee and to lend their tongue to the spirit of this world, which is way below who you are in Christ Jesus. There are things that are beneath you. In other words, we are better than that because it is beneath us. Amen? Or we could say it scripturally, under our feet. Now, it's important that we keep those things that are beneath us out of our mouths. Strife is beneath me. Confusion is beneath you. Insulting a brother or a sister is beneath you. Talking down to another person is beneath you. Having an air of superiority in your marital relationship is beneath you. (laughs) Boy, we just came right out of the gate with this, didn't we? (laughs) Well, this is what seems to be on the menu. (laughs) Let no. If he says let no, and he's talking to us, then there is the ability to let know or to not let corrupt communication proceed out of our mouths. And oh, your mouth wants to say what your mind is thinking. (laughs) Let's just be real about it. Man, your mouth wants to speak from the realm of reasoning. Oh, the mouth wants to speak what the mind sees. For to be carnally minded is death. Wow. But to be spiritually minded, in other words, to have your mind hooked in with your heart, Through the renewing of your mind, which is a process, to be spiritually minded is life. Oh, 
Life and peace. Days of heaven upon the earth. Peace that passes your understanding. There is an anointing that goes along with men and women who are kings and priests that speak words and live their life filled with the love of God. You cannot take a person out that walks in love. The love of God never fails. Mm-mm-mm. Now, let's look at Ephesians chapter 5 and uh, notice verses 1 through 5 with me, if you would. That's not in my notes, so you can pull it up in King James Version, Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 5. Thank you, Lord. We're talking about being spiritually fit. So be ye therefore followers or imitators of God as dear children. Then he goes on down on a list, verses 2 through 4. Let's look at that list. Uh, and it says, walk in love. Christ loved us, given us himself for us an offering, sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Verse 3, but fornication, uncleanness, all, uh, uh, covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Now notice that word uncleanness. That would fall in the category of corrupt communication. Now notice verse 4. Neither, fooli- neither filthiness, corrupt communication, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient. What does that word convenient mean? The word convenient really means basically it's not appropriate for those that have been so called out of darkness into the kingdom of God. So he says, when you're walking in love, you will not allow filthiness. You will not allow foolish talking. You will not allow a bunch of jokes and jesting all the time, which are not appropriate. But if we're not going to do that, what are we going to do? (laughs) But rather, what? But rather, in other words, instead of that, you can choose to give thanks. You can choose to give thanks. Now, listen, when you're strong spiritually, you can train yourself to do that. Because you will have ample opportunity to speak your mind. You'll have ample opportunity to judge your brother. You'll have more than than enough opportunities to speak from your flesh. But rather than doing that, Here's a secret that will keep and set you free. And what is it? I'm not hearing enough participation. (laughs) But rather. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. (laughs) But rather. I'm going to go with the rather. I'm going to go with thanksgiving rather than corrupt communication. They want me to talk about it. Well, don't. Just don't do it. But rather, giving a thanks. Let's try it on for size right now. Come on. What are we going to do? Let's lift our hands and start giving thanks. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. I have no right. I have no right to try to pull a moat out of your eye when I got a beam or log in my own eye. Amen. And so rather, giving of thanks in everything, in every circumstance, give thanks to God. For this is the plan of God. And this is the will of God. I saw something else this morning. I want to share it with you. You ready? Would you say that the Apostle Paul was a spiritual man? Absolutely. You know, if you're watching A.D. on Sunday night, uh, you'll notice different things about the Apostle Paul that he wasn't always the great Apostle Paul. He was Saul of Tarsus. And he was one bad bad dude. And he had some bad intentions. But listen, he had an encounter with Jesus. When I have and you have not just one counter, encounter, but ongoing encounters with Him, it will transform your life. I mean completely. Change the way you think, change the way you talk, change the way you act. He had an encounter. (laughs) And Peter and those guys didn't believe him at first. There was no small dissension about that. But one thing that Paul stressed over and over again in his writings was the giving of thanks and giving of praise. Now let's look over at Acts chapter 16. And let's notice in verse 25. Thank you, Jesus. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. What is praise? Well, praise is a song or hymn of praise. It is adoring him. It's giving him thanks. Amen. Acts 16, 25. Let me set this up for you. They had just cast a demon out of a lady that made her masters a lot of money because she was in the soothsaying. She was part of the occult, right? And when they cast that evil spirit out of her, she wasn't able to perform anymore. Okay? And so they were extremely upset with them. And the whole city was really upset with all the disciples and the apostles. So they put Paul and Silas in jail. They beat them. They whipped them. But notice what Paul and Silas did. Read it with me. And at midnight, Paul and Silas sang praises to God, and the prisoners heard them. Now, here's what I saw about that. Paul and Silas must have had already a lifestyle of prayer. 
they must have already had a lifestyle of praise. I mean, the same one who this is about said, I thank God I speak with tongues more than y'all. And he said, when you speak in tongues, you're singing the wonderful works of God and you're giving thanks to his name. I do not believe that Paul and Silas waited until they were in the press or under pressure to sing and pray and praise God. I believe that they already had a lifestyle, come on, of praise and worship and prayer so that when the midnight hour came, it just flowed out of them spontaneously because it was a part of who they were and what they do and what they are all about. Woo! Glory to God. Kingdom kids, kingdom sons, kingdom daughters, don't wait till the press comes. But men and women of God develop this lifestyle of prayer and worship so that when the midnight experiences occur, praise will flow naturally. I'm going to read that like I have it in my notes. Got this this morning. Make praise a lifestyle so when the midnight experiences occur, praise will will flow naturally. From the rising of the sun. Now that doesn't mean you go around 24 hours a day and you speak in tongues 24 hours a day and you get all nervous about it and get into works and rituals. But that just means that, man, you just love Jesus. And at every opportunity you get to thank Him, you give Him thanksgiving. And you praise Him. And you lift up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. Now go back to Ephesians 5 and notice with me in verse 18. And uh, notice 18 through uh, 20. Be not drunk with wine. Or we could say it this way, be sober. Wherein is excess. Or we could say it like this, don't be intoxicated with the spirit of this age and the spirit of this world. Wherein is excess, but what? But be what? Filled with what? Amen. You are either being filled with the spirit daily or you're being filled with something else. Verse 19. How do we stay full of the Spirit? Well, one way is we can speak to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now, last night, Brenda and I, uh, you know, it was a busy day yesterday. We're getting ready to get some new cabinets and get, and, you know, basically a, a new kitchen. We've been there about 30-some years. And so it's been a very busy weekend, and so I'm going to preach for her tonight. I helped her, you know. But I didn't do everything that she did, but I helped her. I helped her. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And John, my oldest son, by the way, John Thomas, he's 36 now, right? He's 35 years old. We call him affectionately JT. JT is coming up here the last Sunday of July to preach on Sunday morning. 
And he's bringing the Mariners worship leader with him. And he's bringing a couple musicians with him as well. Pastor Tom is going to have a good time. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but he's coming up to, to minister the word. And on that same weekend, we're going to talk to you a little bit about it more next week. They're having what they called City Amp Impact San Francisco. And we're going to have opportunity to serve in that area. It's going to be just awesome. It's going to be at the Warfield. And you talk about some praise and worship. It's going to be awesome. Amen. But he got me one of these Apple TV gadgets. Anybody have one of those on your television? Where you can, you can hook your computer and all of your music and all of those things up on your Apple TV? Some of you are looking at me like, no. Uh, okay, well, anyway, there's this gadget that you can hook onto your television and you can have your internet on there, you can have YouTube on there, you can have, you know, your songs on there. So we were sitting on the couch for a couple hours last night and I was just playing the tunes. And the house just got filled with the power of God. And my spirit just got filled with the anointing and with the goodness of God. So, listen, you don't have to be a psalmist like Pastor Tom. You don't have to be a a person that sings specials to sing songs to the Lord. You just have to be a believer. And so it says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, Spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. Where? To the Lord. Verse 20. The same Apostle Paul who sang and praised God in the midst of the midnight hour said this. Giving thanks. Giving thanks always. For all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. What should come out of a born-again, spirit-filled believer when the pressure's on? I mean, when they press you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How can I say hallelujah in that situation? Because you've got inside information. What do you mean you got inside information? We got inside information right in this word right here. And when we take this word and get it in us, we've got some inside information. We know that everything's going to turn for the glory of God. Now look at Hebrews chapter 13. Notice with me real quickly. Verses 15. Hebrews 13, verse 15. Man, I'm doing good. I got through almost a whole pages of note. One page of note. By him, let us offer, what? The sacrifice of praise to God. Think of the sacrifice he made for you. Lifting your hands in church ought to be automatic. The sacrifice of praise to God. Continually. So here's this continually again, developing a lifestyle. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. 
Amplified says, through him therefore let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. So what this is saying, that we are to be thankful, we are to be grateful, and one way we do that is we acknowledge this thanksgiving with our mouths, with the fruit of our lips. So you're grateful, you acknowledge it, and here's the bottom line. Gratitude must be expressed. Gratitude must be expressed. And it's also extremely important that I am thankful and that we are grateful for what God has given us. And not to compare ourselves what he's done in and through and for others. Amen. But to be thankful and grateful for the deposit of grace he's given you, for the giftings he's placed on the inside of you, and for everything that he's already done. You know, comparing myself with someone else is an insult to God. Say it with me. There is nothing substandard about what God has given me. And so thanksgiving then involves remembering what God has done for you and valuing it. Gloria Copeland says this. She says, praise is the language of receiving. She says, if you have believed you have received it, you're going to be thanking God for it. She goes on to say, if you're still trying to get it, then you're not going to be thanking God for it. Well, I don't have it yet. You've got it by faith. And that's why you thank him ahead of time for the manifestation of it. She says, whether it manifests yet or not, you've received it, it's coming, and you don't quit. And you don't quit. Jesus said in Matthew 21, he says that out of, the, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, you have perfected praise. Now look quickly over to Psalms 8 and verse 2. Psalms the 8th chapter, the second verse. We're heading somewhere. You ready? Let's read this together. Ready, read. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast Stop right there. Strength is ordained for children of God. Because of the enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. Now that's a little bit blind to us. Let me read this to you from a, another couple of translations. The, uh, the message says, nursing infants gurgle courses about you. Toddlers shout the songs, listen, that drown out enemy talk and silence atheistic babble. Hallelujah. What does our praise do? It drowns out enemy talk. Well, Pastor, the devil's just been talking to me. Stop thinking about that and you just start talking to God. God talk triumphs enemy talk. 
High praises trump the enemy's lies. Really, it shuts them down. Amen. Still another translation says, You've taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. God's Word translation. I don't know if we have that up there or not, guys, but we might. Let's read it together. Ready, read. From the mouths of little children and infants, you have built a fortress against your opponents to silence the enemy. Hallelujah. A fortress. A lifestyle of thanksgiving is like an impenetrable fortress that the enemy, he just cannot get into. Psalms 91, verse 1 in the Amplified, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. He's going to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Come on, everybody, start raising your hands. Say, I'm dwelling. I'm dwelling in the secret place. Hallelujah! The secret place is a place of power. It is a place of strength. The Amplified says, whose power no foe can withstand. Is that right, Raul? Whose power what? No foe, no enemy can withstand a child of God that is that has put on the garment of praise. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. See, what happens too often in the church, and I'm not talking about this church, I'm talking about the body of Christ in general. People come Sunday and they, they put their garment on when they get in. I've got the garment on. Okay, we're going to, let's praise him. But then, you know, when service is over, they take their garment off and hang it up like a choir robe. <laughs> but he never instructed us to put it on when we're in church. He instructed us to put it on and keep it on. Now that'll preach right there. Continually, continually, continually. Whoo, glory. We're going somewhere. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Psalms 9. I just want to shout today. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 9. I love it. He said, I will praise thee, O Lord, with half of my heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. Verse 2. I will be glad and what? You, you live a lifestyle of thanksgiving, joy will just bubble up on you. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. Out of the bays and, uh, uh, of, of children, he's ordained strength. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O Most High. Now notice what happens. Verse 3. Here's what happens. Let's read it. When my enemies are turned back. Do you see it? Here's what I have in my notes. Psalm 16:11 says, "In thy presence is what? Fullness of what? Fullness of joy. And what does joy bring? Fullness of joy brings fullness of strength. For the joy of the Lord 
is my strength. Hallelujah. Say it with me. Praise, Praise. Produces, spiritual strength. produces spiritual strength. Here's what Dad Hagen says. He says, as you spend time in God's presence ministering to the Lord in praise and worship, you will quiet your mind and strengthen your spirit. That is why spending much time ministering to the Lord will greatly aid in developing your spirit. What does ministering to the Lord mean? He said it means to linger in his presence, loving and worshiping for him for all that he is and for all that he has done for you. It means to drink in of his glory and power and to let him saturate every part of your being. Then he goes on to say, take the time to let your body become quiet, let your mind be still, let your emotions subside until there is no emotion at all in manifestation coloring your thoughts. And then he goes on to say, once your mind and body are quiet, listen way down deep in your innermost being to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Saturation from his presence comes a saturation of his spirit. And when you're saturated with his spirit, those that have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light have been brought into the kingdom of God, which includes righteousness and peace and what else? It's joy in the Holy Ghost. I want to close by saying these things to you. C.S. Lewis says that joy is the serious business of heaven. Amen. Say with me, joy is the serious business of heaven. Now, here, here's what happens. You live this lifestyle, you'll get strong in your spirit, but I'm telling you what, you just can't help but get in your feet sometimes. It, it, this joy just can't help but causing you to laugh. Mark Hankin says this. He said, if you only knew what happened in the spirit when you rejoice, you'd rejoice every day. Rejoicing is a demonstration before heaven, hell, and others, and even yourself, that Jesus is Lord, and that he is triumphant over Satan, and that the enemy is a defeated foe. Amen. Say it with me. My joy, my joy. is a demonstration, a demonstration. Of, my faith of my faith in God, in God. And, his word. and his word. As I rejoice... I rejoice in his promises, trusting in his faithfulness. I rejoice at your word as one that finds great spoil. Let's stand up right now. Let's give about at least 60 to 90 seconds of pure rejoicing. However you want to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Glory. However you want to do it. Thank you, Lord. Woo, thank you, Lord. Glory. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Magnify His name. Come on, let's bring it up a little bit. Bring it up a little bit. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. <laughs> Woo, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo, glory to God. We're not done yet. We got 30 more seconds. Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. By my God, I can run through a troop. I can leap over a wall. You've made my feet like hinds feet. Hallelujah. I rejoice in the God of my salvation. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Woo! Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. See, some of you used to go to rock concerts and get all excited over the Rolling Stones. Some of you may have even saw Jimi Hendrix. One of the phrases of his song was, excuse me while I kiss the sky. Well, we ought to say, excuse me while I laugh in the Holy Ghost. Excuse me while I run. Excuse me while I shout. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Let Jesus be your Lord. And you'll laugh. You'll laugh when when others don't. You'll shout when others won't. (laughs) Woo! Glory to God. You'll dance in the Spirit. The enemy's camp will hear it. Glory to God. And the presence of the Lord will saturate you through and through. Called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Is that you? Is that you? That's me. <laughs> Woo! Glory! <laughs> Hallelujah! So, <laughs> when you rejoice, you're anointed with fresh oil, causing you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. The power of His might enables you to fight the good fight of faith and walk not by sight. The power of His might will cause you to walk in health and healing and debt freedom and enjoy His glory and His light. Amen.